I mean, just. Mm. Do you want to talk about Doctor Strange first? That's what I. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. Do you want to do Doctor Strange in the news episode, or do you want to do Doctor Strange? And then, because we had talked about do, doing the Boba Fett mm. plot. Let's do. We can. We can say we were gonna do that. Okay. But, Mm, 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 mm. Is it? It's like this cold open seems a lot slower than our normal ones. Like it's just me, like and it's just you (laughs) crunching into the microphone. And people are gonna be like, "What the fuck? (laughs) This isn't even a podcast anymore. It's just ambient noise." I feel like this is a lot faster than ours usually is. Oh no, it's faster, but it just has nothingness to it. Like it's just nothing. Who knows? Maybe we won't have a cold Mm. open. No, I, no. We'll probably still have one. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, I can't imagine this show without one. I can't imagine this show, period. You don't have to. It exists. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sort of. That works out so well for me. It does. Um, did you get a quesadilla? Fuck yeah, I got I a love quesadilla. when you get a quesadilla from the Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let's just crinkle this right <laughs> into the mic. Right there. I'm take a swig of the old bravery juice, aka alcohol. The bravery juice is like three and a half percent alcohol content or something. I don't know that it's going to give you a whole lot of bravery. I don't need a lot of bravery. We're just going to have to drink more of it. Yep. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, everybody, where we give you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and then polish off the rest of that leftover Halloween candy. Mm. I'm Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I do like candy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with this. I touched on it last week. We are not a sports podcast, (laughs) but I feel the need to at least note, as of this recording, Mm -hmm. last night, the Chicago Cubs... After 108 years, <laughs> won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? I you don't watch sports, but did you watch any of the game at all? You know, my girlfriend's sister lives in Chicago, right? And she, of course, was freaking out. So my girlfriend was freaking out, right? We put it on as soon as she got home. We watched it from maybe the seventh inning on. Okay, yeah, that, and that's really where you needed to watch mm-hmm. it. Like it was riveting. Yeah. It was a riveting game. Everyone thought it was over by the seventh. It was amazing the when they tied it up like in the eighth. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was. It was. It had. It had all the makings of a movie. Like mm-hmm. it was really cinematic. Mm-hmm. They were in the lead for most of the game. Then, um, what's his name hit it, hit the home run to tie it up in the bottom of the eighth. Davis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then there was I'm from a, the Indians. Yeah. yeah then yeah. there was a rain delay. Yep. Then there was like extra innings. Mm-hmm. Then there was a two-run lead. It then it was going. a one-run lead. Mm-hmm. It was craziness. Well, they they switched out, and we shouldn't talk too much about this, but I no. guess it's still technically geeky. Yeah. But they switched out for their like regular pitcher. They I think they used every pitcher they had. Well, they did. It was amazing. But when they switched him out in the eighth inning, they switched him out because the guy who they had was their like backup guy. Yeah. And he was doing bad enough that he got one of the runners on first. Yeah. So they switched him out with the other guy, and he, he got like three of them home. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. It was crazy. That guy was supposed to be the closer, and then, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it was a riveting game. If you're in Chicago right now, no, when, whenever this 
gets this stay episode. Safe, yeah, first stay of safe. Because <laughs> whenever this episode gets released, the looting is still going on. <laughs> I, it's still there. Yeah. The cars are still burning. For all so. eternity. Yeah, that's just it. It's just going to go into... It, For the next 108 years. Between between the crime rate in Chicago and now the Cubs winning the World Series, <laughs> I think it just finally pushed Chicago in, over the edge into a demilitarized zone. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. That's it for them. They're just It's just a no man's land. Mm-hmm. It's the Wild West from now on. You know, in 10 years, it's going to be like Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like fucking Westworld. It's mm-hmm. going to be craziness. <laughs> um, so, good on you, Cubbies. Way to go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, we got uh, we got a lot of news. Do you have... I have a bunch of news. I don't know how much you have. Do we want to do the news first, or do we want to do the other thing first so that that gets put up before it comes out? Ooh. That was what I was asking before. Oh, let's... Re- you want to reverse yeah. our order for this? Uh, so that I can put it up tonight. Okay, all right. It opens tonight. All right, well, then, yeah, let's do that. Okay, right. so here's, here's what happened, everybody. One of us... Got to see Doctor Strange already early, mm-hmm. and one of us didn't. Mm-hmm. And you'll know which one got to see it by this phrase: "You're a real son of a bitch, Andrew." <laughs> um, you got to was, see Doctor Strange. It was Strange. me. I got to see. That it. was amazing. That, yeah, yeah. I got it for work. It was funny too because I didn't know who else was going to be there, and when I got there, it was someone I didn't know, but hmm. it was someone from work, and I was like, "Oh, you! Very I've nice. seen you." All right. <laughs> Not no. awkward at all. No. All right. So we're gonna try and talk about this. Yeah. Without. Talking about it in a way that doesn't get us A, sued, mm-hmm. or B, killed in our sleep. I don't think we could get sued at this point. I think it's out in certain parts of the world. Yeah, and I think it's, it's out. been out in Australia for like a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in America, yeah. Marvel's going to slit our throats if we... T- um, I don't know that that would happen. I think people would just never listen to us again. Yeah, no, we'll probably never <laughs> listen to us. That, that's, also, that's ego, because that's saying that they listen to us now. Well... Um, all right. I did not see it at all. Mm-hmm. You saw it. So mm-hmm. this is all going to pretty much go one way. So let's see what what you can tell us without telling us anything. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty. All right. I'm going to start off with, I think, the number one question. Cumberbatch. Mm. How is he? He's good. Okay. I was worried going in that the accent would be an issue. The, yes. He uses, so he uses an American dialect. He does. Time. So the whole okay. thing. And I think they re-recorded after the first trailer because there are lines that are said in the trailer that are said differently in the movie and okay. they sound much better okay all right oh overall uh, aside from the the accent mm-hmm. talk a little more about just quality just quality of yeah. him of him in general so yeah. he's of he's, the character and, and of the character maybe what they what they've done with the character um that sure. differs or is the same as the comics mm-hmm. that sort of thing so he he is pretty similar as he is in the comics he actually is a lot more like tony stark okay um which we've heard reports of that from people who have seen it. Most reviews have said it's very much like the first Iron Man. Yeah, because I think I think they're trying to position this as yeah. possibly like their second tentpole as far as Robert Downey Jr. is not going to do this forever. Right. And he's the center of the Marvel Universe. Right. And when he goes, we need a new center and maybe we can use Doctor Strange and we can reposition it. Which is interesting because I would much rather them take a different direction. Because this is just more of the same. Mm-hmm. He really, it's almost, exa- it's almost like frame for frame the same as the first movie. For the first like 30 minutes. But in all honesty, okay. it doesn't do it as well. We don't have enough exposition with the character. It's mm-hmm. very quick. It's maybe 15 minutes really? before we really get into the action of, of what happens. Okay. Um but the the basic is that he starts off he's like a total asshole but he's the best at what he does. Right. Um and uh, Which is not different from the comics origin as well. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, the the way he so in the comics he 
spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read the comics over the past 50 or 60 years. Yeah. Um, he gets into a car accident. He's the world's best surgeon. Right. He is drinking and then drives out in his Ferrari. He gets into a car accident from drinking and driving. Like any other surgeon does. Just like a surgeon. <laughs> so, so surgeon Touched for the very first time. <laughs> and he, uh, he crashes. His hands are messed up. He goes to Asia in search of something that will fix his hands. Okay. So in this one... And I don't feel like this is a spoiler, so I'll just say... When you've got massive hand injuries, yeah. you go to Asia. Why not? On your own. Yeah. Well, and I'll, I will say, this one does a really good job of... Um, of he really goes through everyone he knows. And you okay. see him, like, people are like, I, I'm not I'm not going to risk making the best surgeon in the world be- worse right. than he is now. Okay, because that was my next thing, just about the origin story in general, is like, yeah. he's a doctor, he has no doctor friends. Right, but yeah. that's the thing, is his hands are so messed up. Yeah. That no one wants to work on them. Okay. Uh, he even sees a physical therapist for a while, but I think he gives up for some reason. It's very strange. It's very, very rushed in the beginning, which is okay. too bad. Yeah, because I think Marvel is trying has said they're trying to get away from origin stories. Yeah. They're kind of tired of it. But well, with a character like this that is widely... Well, that's the thing, is that this is, from start to finish, an origin story. I know. I think this is one of the last ones that, they, that they're trying to sure. do, because this, is, this character is kind of widely... Unknown. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Is, so is Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Oh, so what I was going to say is this isn't this isn't a spoiler, I don't think, but he isn't drinking when he gets into his car accident in the movie. Oh, so they've kind of altered that mm. a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I don't think I wouldn't call that a spoiler. You know what? Yeah. If you consider it a spoiler, I don't care. Yeah. Um, sue right. us, Marvel. Yeah. Please don't sue us. Please, please don't. We have nothing to give you. <laughs> we have nothing. Um, okay, so. But overall, he's good, yeah. right? Adequate? How would you rate him? I would rate him as exactly what the character needs. Okay. There's nothing in this movie that makes me go, wow, Benedict Cumberbatch, good job, man. Yeah, but, it wasn't like a pull from obscure, uh, obscurity right. to, to cast Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch. He doesn't He doesn't miss the mark. Right. And he doesn't exceed expectations. Okay. He's, he's yeah, he's he's, right he fits where, right in. Okay. It feels natural. Um... But yeah, it's it's he's good. He's okay. he's, he's good. Um, what about the um, the next thing I, w- I was curious about? We they've been talking a lot about the effects mm. that it's very acid trippy. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that not just accurate? But like, are they underplaying exactly how trippy it is? Are they overplaying it? Look. What's the what's the feeling there? By the way, did you see it in IMAX or no. did you see it in standard? I saw just standard. Okay. Standard TV. All right, great. I will see it in IMAX. <laughs> If if the gods allow this okay. weekend, yeah, um, see it in IMAX. Yeah, Jesus, really? <laughs> There's like two or three twenty minute long scenes, yeah. that are just outrageous, really, full of the best CGI I've ever seen. And you know, oddly, some of the CGI not in those scenes yeah. is pretty bad. There are parts where I'm like, oh, that's a cartoon character. Like, really? Yeah, there's some parts where like someone's falling, and I'm like, well, that's clearly that's made clearly someone's CGI like person. Windows 10 or something. Really? Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like they they kind of saved all their money for the big. Yeah, I think so. The big. The, the last twenty or thirty minutes are extraordinary, and yeah. when he first enters the temple and doesn't believe the um, the ancient one, right? She gives a small demonstration, and it is outrageous. Really? Yeah. 
<laughs> wow. Uh, people, I have heard some people say, you know, it, it might be a good idea to go to this while you're under the influence of something. Yes. Don't go to this while you're under yeah, the influence that's, of something. Yeah, that sounds For like For a couple reasons. Yeah. One, you'll miss it and it's amazing. Two, you might die. Yeah. That's what, that's what I've heard from, from a lot of accounts. People are saying like, oh, it'd be interesting to go on acid on this. And then other no, people saying like, you'll have a heart it. attack. <laughs> yeah. You'll just yeah. go into cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. On the spot. You'll think that you're in the movie. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So compare... Um, Alright, compare it to... To give it something that anyone who hasn't seen the movie yet would know, can you compare it to the scene in Ant-Man where he's going mm. through the... Sure. What is it? The microverse and the nanoverse yeah, yeah, or whatever Yeah, the it's atom called? when he's down to a subatomic yeah, level. The subatomic. subatomic. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so there is actually a scene that... And I've actually read this around and I actually noticed it as well when okay. I was like, oh, that's what people are talking about. There's a part in that first 20-minute scene with the ancient one where it looks like he's in the subatomic world. Oh, okay. It, lo- it may have been just them like... Let's sort throw of, this in there. Yeah, either regurgitating the same... Like, they're like, oh, we had this on a hard drive. Rather than spend a million dollars, let's right. just put it in here. Right, right, right. But it also might have been, like, a nod to be like, no, he's right now, he's in the mm-hmm. subatomic yeah, yeah. universe or something. But I'm, I'm not sure about that. Um, it, it covers... I mean, if I were to call that a genre, the style, it was very... Um, what do they call those spinny things with the shapes? Yeah. Um, kaleidoscope? Uh, yes. It was very kaleidoscopic. Yeah. This, I would say, has... If kaleidoscopic is a genre, mm-hmm. there are ten other genres that we see. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. There are... I mean, he goes through different worlds it's and dimensions. It's one of them the Inception-verse. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Not in that one. Not in that scene. But he's, they do a lot of stuff with, like, buildings closing on each other. Yeah. It, it's it's righteous. Pretty outsa- yeah. outstanding. The CGI alone, yeah. I, I would pay $50 to see that movie again. Just <laughs> oh, you hear that, Marvel? It's very yeah. good. All right. This awesome. Is, I, I want to talk a little bit as well about the supporting cast. But, oh, yes. Please do. Um, Wong is pretty good. Okay. Um, what's that guy's name? Mordo? Uh, Whatever his, his sidekick is. I can never remember. Or no, the, the guy who in the comics... Turns evil. Give me the. Do you know the character's name? Or you mean not the, the actor's character. Name? Yeah, the actor's name. I could almost spell it for you. Chit. Well, yep, you just that's, that's who the you're one. About? Yeah, okay. Chi would tray you and. Cl- yep, Smith. <laughs> that's the guy. Yeah, Chi- Smith. 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 He is very good, and of course, Tilda Swinton is fantastic. Okay. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Talk. How I don't know how much you can talk about her character because they really have kind of been tight-lipped on what her character is. Well, there's a reason. Is there? Is it a big reveal? No. Oh, okay. Is it a, a reveal of so, no. like? Is it a plot point? No. Is it they've been tight-lipped because she's actually absolutely nothing and they don't want to admit it? Yes. Okay. Great. Yes. Awesome. There's nothing to say about her. Okay. She is just another Marvel female that they have introduced so that if they want to, they can have a romantic interest. So she and like if they the, don't want to, they can just throw her she's away. She's kind of the Natalie Portman of yes. this. Okay. I mean not not, not but from Thor. Yeah, from Thor. Yeah, no. It, no, I meant I figured Rachel McAdams was interpreting the character if Natalie Portman was being a You nurse. mean the Jane Foster, I think. Yes, believe, that's what, what I meant. The Jane Foster. Because you know, Pepper Potts right. they've developed they've at least developed enough well, that she she's was pretty kind important of, in the yeah. first one, even in Avengers throughout she the, owns throughout like, the, the trilogy and even in the Avengers. She owns Stark Enterprises yeah, by a She plays a, she movie. plays an actual kind of role. Yeah. And even in the thing. third one which I I pan a lot, but right. even in the third one, she's pretty important. Yeah. So, but Jane Foster, is, I, you know, it's. Funny. I would even go as far as um, Liv Tyler to pull from the Incredible Hulk. 
Oh, okay. There you just go. Just having nothing to do. Well, I, you know, I, I actually haven't seen that. Oh, no, no, Liv Tyler. That one I have seen. Yeah. I haven't seen the, the Jennifer Connelly one. You're, you're doing yourself a favor. Don't worry. I know. I refuse. Yeah. Uh, Rachel McAdams has a smaller part in this than I think any other female in any other Marvel movie that we've seen so far. Really? Yeah. Maybe three scenes? Really? Maybe. Because they made like kind of a big deal. I mean, that she's, she's in. kind of a she is kind of a big deal. Yeah. You, know, you would say Rachel McAdams is in this. Yeah. That's really interesting. She's yeah. She's just so kind they of don't. Uh, other than a love interest, they don't really set her up to be anything else. Like, they don't even really set her up to be a love interest. Really? Like she's she she's, can't, she's hanging. Not, she's hanging from the wire. Okay. Because we had talked about. Uh, I forget if it was the last episode or a couple episodes ago. The idea that, you know, her and Rosario Dawson... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. saying that name right. Yeah. Yeah, Rosario Dawson, they might end up being, like, the night nurses. Because in the comics, it's, like, three people are the night nurse. And that they may, you know, at some point incorporate those two characters together to be a... You don't think... Based on what they give you in this movie, it doesn't even feel like it's going in that direction. Based on that, not at all. Okay. Interesting. Um, what about Mads Mikkelsen? Mm, he's good. Yeah? He's, su- I mean, not he particularly, but this character suffers yet again from... I'm gonna move this just in case. Just in case you have, feel the need to eat well, it? Well, just in case it's rubbing up against him oh, okay. when talk, but... Um, By the way, he's talking about some of the food that's on the table, not <laughs> anything else. That's just rubbing up against something Could and be. making a noise. Ah, oh, you got you it in my lo mein. made that awkward. Yeah. Um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen is, is great. Okay. His character greatly suffers from the same disease. Marvelitis? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He doesn't really seem... I mean, he sort of has a reason, but he also is just another guy who's fighting a guy with the same powers as him. Yeah, it's just another sorcerer who's like, I want what you have, and I'm going to use it for evil. I mean, uh, it's not, not, I want what you have, so his desires are different. Right. He is trying to do something that will harm the world. Right. And Stephen Strange... Who is this nobody in the magic world right right now is like, I'm the only one left. I've got to do something. Or or he's right in front of me. Someone's got to stop him. Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of thing. Um, Did at any point during the plot, did you go, well, there's no reason Stephen Strange should be the one who has to do this if he's like the newest guy there. (sighs) Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, why don't they just get, I don't, without spoiling Mm -hmm. anything. Why don't they just get, like, some other wizard to do... You know what I mean? Yes. Well, okay. So, so this is the, the way, first... By the way, it's wizard, right? Um, with Doctor Strange, it's a wizard? Is he a wizard? I... I sorcerer? Sorcerer, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, magic user. Because there's the Sorcerer Supreme, who is the ancient one. Right. I don't know that they have necessarily names like that. What's the difference between th- a wizard and a sorcerer? If you're in the void, and you know... <laughs> The difference between a sorcerer and a wizard. Or have Can, Google. Or have Google and will... Oh, fuck. I just realized this is still on. And we might be clicking. Um, and have Google like a... and um, will do the work for us. Uh, tell us what the difference between a wizard and a sorcerer are. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do the effort to actually go and find it out. Because nah. I don't care that much. No. But I'm interested. And if you, if you do this... You can use very condescending terms to tell us. Oh, That's please, fine. please, I don't, it's, I don't en- it's encouraged. Yeah. Um, so let's say sorcerer. I think that's the politically correct term for them. Um, for those people. Mm, so the first five minutes, 
So I don't think this is a spoiler. <laughs> Everybody dies. It's literally the opening of the movie. It's, um, actually, that's very funny that you said that, and I won't say why, because it is a spoiler at the very ah, end. Ah, I spoiled hilarious. myself! Once it's, again, I've spoiled myself. Man, the ending of this movie is so good. I, uh, won't, we're gonna, I won't say anything. I actually kind of want to get to that. But, I don't want to get to the actual spoiling the end, but yeah. So the beginning of this movie starts with the best sorcerer that the Ancient One has trained. Okay. <clears throat> um, ripping pages out of a secret book. <gasps> and running off. And that's, killing a bunch of people. First of all, that's not cool. <clears throat> no. I hate it when people rip pages out of books. Yep. That's, so that's going to bug me right away. Like, yeah. whenever there's a movie... You well, know, that's the thing. You're going to hate him. You ever watch an old movie, and they go to the phone book in the, yes! in the telephone booth? What is that And they're about? like, there's the address, and they're like... And they just rip it out, and I'm like, what a dick move! You know what, you know what bothers me more than that? Is when they're on the phone, and no one says goodbye. Yeah, they just hang up. You're like, I'll be there in five minutes. All right. Yeah, and they just... Yeah. What a rude... It was a rude time back then. <laughs> and the, I'm, what I'm thinking of is the 80s slash 90s. Yep, the television universe. Yeah, what a bunch of assholes they all were. So um, um, anyway, anyway their best sorcerer is no right. longer there. Uh, and he ripped telephone pages out. So I nobody think... knows where to go to find good pizza. This is the plot of Doctor Strange? <laughs> Did I figure this out? That's pretty... I can't say. But pizza is, is, is being able to find the best pizza... Highly involved in the plot. It might be shawarma. Okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, that would be fine. That would make more sense. Yeah, right? it would make more sense. Um, let me see what else. <laughs> so they um they do acknowledge that he is sort of a chosen one, like Stephen Strange's. Yes, that okay. he's learning very quickly. The ancient one senses when when she first encounters him, she sort of kicks him out. Right. And there's a discussion between her and. Chitwell Ujiford. Smith you. Smith. Smith Smith. As always in the show, if we don't know how to say a name, we just call him Smith. Smith. When Smith and uh, the Ancient One are, to- are-, are talking to each other, and she's like, he's like, why didn't you train him? And she's like, look, I already trained one really powerful guy, and you see what happened, so and I'm not I'm doing spent. that again. Basically, yeah. No, but he, he ripped out the phone pages and took off, so I'm I not... I haven't been able to get good shawarma since, and it was a real dick move, and I'm not risking it again. I finally found this good Indian place... And the first thing I know, as soon as I train this guy, he's going to rip the page out with the good Indian place. And then I'm going to be stuck just getting Subway all the time. Shawarma is not Indian. Yeah, but no, because the bad guy took the shawarma place. And now she found a good Indian place. Hmm. I'm just writing my own movie. Keep going. Oh, and this guy's going to... And this guy's going to rip... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange is going to rip the Indian That's place the out. That's the sequel. And now she's just going to be stuck getting Subway all the time. Mm-hmm. So, um... What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> no, no, we're talking about what the fuck. Where are we talking about? We were talking about the villain. It'll yeah. come back to us. Um, Tweet us what the fuck we were talking about. We'll get back to it next week. He's good. Um, great, uh, great, like makeup and special effects on him. He's got these like crazy eye things going on. They're pretty cool. <laughs> Damn it! You're right. Yeah, I'm right. I was shocked that he had great makeup. <laughs> he um, probably did it himself. Well. Wait, it's not just the, like, grease painty eye looking No, thing? it's like, it looks like, almost like volcanic. Like, what? he has, like, purple, like, glittery on the inside, but then on the outside it's all, like, rocky. So he's David Bowie? What the fuck Could are you be, talking yeah. about? <clears throat> it's hard to explain, but it's, like, gravel around the sides oh, of his eyes. okay. Is, it, is there a reason why? Yeah, sort of. I mean, it's not explicitly explained, but, like, it happens when okay. something else happens. Okay, cool. Alright. Um... Alright, so basically, eh, on the villain, we'll say? He's great. 
Mads Mikkelsen is fantastic. Yeah, I'm not, not the actor. I just right, meant right, right. Like, yeah. what they give him to do. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the, another... Oh, that's another thing I want to say about this. And this pertains mostly to Mads Mikkelsen. The fight choreography in this yeah. is astounding. Really? Like, I'm really looking forward even more now to Iron Fist. Because the fight choreography in this... If it's anything like the fight choreography in this, it's going to be amazing. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of martial arts in it. Um, t- Is it kind of a close-knit thing? Or is it a big kind of... Um, how should I put this? Like a born identity type of, like a close mm. quarters fighting? Or no, is it's, it it's much more, um, like traditional Yeah, elegant kind of, yeah. okay. <laughs> I really went down the wrong pipe there. I don't know what happened. All right. Talking about a cider, not, not something else that might have, it's fine. Don't I worry. I mean, it's don't the same thing it. that was rubbing up against the mic. Let's just put it that way. Um, any, any surprises? Oh, um. Because, like we said before, this seems to be a kind of typical origin story. Mm -hmm. Like, the one thing that... Everyone loves Ant-Man, and I love Ant-Man too. Yeah. But the one drawback that I had against Ant-Man that... Especially after having all of the Iron Man movies, Captain America, two Thors, a Hulk, and... I think of that and two Avengers. I already know where you're going with this. It's that it was like the same movie I've seen a thousand times, just with a different character. So I'm like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen, and I'll go along for the ride because I like the character and mm-hmm. it's a Marvel movie, so it's a good quality. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I've told everyone who asks me about the movie who I don't work with. Okay. So like my girlfriend, just regular yeah, so people, people who are you fans, like yeah, and yeah. who I trust to right. to speak my mind, right? Without the CGI, yeah. in all honesty, and I'm hesitant to say this. It would be the worst of the good Marvel movies. Okay, okay. So, you know, it's better than Iron Man 3 and 2. <laughs> it's better than Thor. Right. Um, but it, it really feels like someone watched Iron Man and was like, I could do that. And they just make like a slightly worse version of it. Mm. But again, the CGI is outrageous. Um, I mean, that alone is... I, I normally <clears throat> am not one to say like, hey... You should spend money just to see CGI. Right. And I'm not saying that because it is still a pretty good movie. Yeah. There's enough plot and character to support yeah. going to see it. Um, you can really feel Dan Harmon in it. Oh, that's right. He had a hand in this. You can... I, that's... Honestly, I don't know if this helps it or hurts it, but there is a distinct juxtaposition, a dichotomy between the comedy and the horror. Right. Because there, there yeah. are some jump scares. Well, because Scott Derrickson is... One of the things that I really liked about, um, was looking forward to this movie is that Scott Derrickson is directing it, who is known to be a horror director. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's great, because now we're going to go into that genre using the Marvel Universe, and this is the right character to do it. But then you say uh, you're Dan gonna Harmon. Be, you're going to be a little disappointed. Okay. I mean, it's, I didn't think it was going to be like The Conjuring. Right. But they, the it Universe, doesn't but... seem like they take any elements of okay. horror. Okay. Every now and then there's a jump scare. Okay. Every now and then the music sort of fades off and then there's a big crescendo and right. something jumps out. Or right, something. right, right, right. Otherwise, it's, it's <clears throat> extremely funny, which... I wish they would learn from the Russo brothers and just like sort of pull that back a little bit. Yeah, like, use it. Pick and choose your yeah, best yeah, yeah. jokes, you yeah. know? Because um, there's there's probably a, a like a slapstick gag, like every 10 minutes or what? so. What? There's, really? There's, yeah, there's a lot of... I'll give an example. This isn't too much of a spoiler. It's pretty early on. When okay. he first meets Wong, okay. Wong says his name, and he says it's just Wong. You know, like Adele, Drake... And he just sort of goes he just on keeps... and on, share. You know? Right. And then the last one, and he's Wong's just staring at him. And he's like, come on, you know these guys, right? And he's like, B. 
Beyonce? And he's like, you have to have Beyonce here. And there's no... And he's like, all right, fine, whatever. And he leaves. And one of the next scenes is Wong sitting at uh, in the library reading a book. And he has his headphones in and he's listening to Single Ladies. Right. That, okay, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. Of that uh, okay. Yeah, right. like, there's a lot of that that's like... You almost hit... Like, it's still funny. Yeah. And you almost hit that mark. It almost feels like in... Like, see, this is, this is the thing. is It's kind of weird... For Marvel, because this is their first foray into the mystic mm-hmm. um, realm. Yes. And that humor would have played great in Iron Man. It would have played mm. great in Captain America. What I'm saying mm. is, it would have played great in our real world... I think it'd be great in Spider-Man. Right. But what I'm saying is, that's a real world type of joke. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see Tony Stark making a comment like that. Sure. And it really landed, because he's talking to... Some random tech guy, or you know I what I mean? Like yes. he's talking well, to a real person. Well, I could certainly see the comments being that's fine, but the right. punchline just feels a little off. But that, but that's what I mean. It's that yeah. the punchline would have worked. It's possible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, because you're talking to real people in a real setting. It's it's hard to, to say. They do a good job of making this feel like real people in a real right. setting. I mean, Stephen Strange is very much the everyman, right? As big of an asshole as he is, right? But what I'm saying is they're they're in the um, what what do they call it? The astral plane. You know what I mean? Like, they're in an ancient temple. The whole setting is is kind of off from where that joke would live really well. Well, and I think that's sort of what they were banking on, is yeah. that they're in this sort of mystical area. Yeah. So, like, you have jokes like the Wi-Fi password right, joke right, right, and, right. and stuff like that. I think they were sort of banking on that. And it, it mm-hmm. mostly works, but it's, it's not great. Their delivery yeah. is not... And I think it's more the editing. I think the editing delivery just doesn't... Like, I think the person, whoever's in charge of editing, doesn't know whether to make it a horror movie or a comedy. Right, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, any other actual surprises as far as something in the plot you know, that I, you can't... I mean, not I that think, you can spoil right, it. Right, right. But I think but, that's... I, I would say that's probably a pretty big problem. If I had to pick the biggest problem with this, is that... With this movie? Yeah. Is that um, there really aren't any. That's... Okay. So you kind of went in going, oh, this is going to happen, then this, then this, then this. Well, not necessarily. But there wasn't anything that... And I won't say anything about the after credit scene, other than even the after credit scene, I was hoping something would happen that would make me go... <gasps> But I was just like, oh, all right. Was, first of all, okay, since we're on this subject, mm-hmm. the after credit scene. Are, are there two? Because sometimes there's a yeah. mid and a, okay. Yeah, there's two. Um, there's one, yeah, mid-credits and a post-credits. And a post-credits. The mid-credits, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange related? Yes. Uh, y- yes, he's in it. Okay. All right. Intriguing. Your response. So you know he doesn't die. Yeah. No, but, uh, okay. All right. But your response kind of intrigued me. I will say, and I won't say which one, it pertains to another movie that is on the roster coming up. Okay. All right. That they have announced. Excellent. Um, Post-credits. Doctor Strange or completely unrelated? The way that, like, the post-credit scene in Ant-Man was for, pretty much for Civil War. Oh, right, sure. But the... the I mean, you said, no, 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 I know no, no. a guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what But I'm the mid credit scene for that movie was for Wasp, right? Doesn't she sort yes, of find the thing? Yes, that's the Wasp thing. So, so in this, they've switched it. Okay. So okay. the end of end credits of this, after credits of this movie is... Completely um, Doctor Strange related? Doctor Strange 2 setup is okay. what I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the mid credit scene relates to... Another movie. Another movie. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, on that note, kind of mm-hmm. in that vein... This is kind of the last question I've got for you. How do you feel it fits in the overall universe? Well, when they kill Tony Stark in it, right. they they uh, 
when, when Doctor like Strange. Turning point. Yeah, it did. That yeah. wasn't a surprise though, clearly, because I said there were no surprises. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you saw it coming in the first ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, he's yeah. just gonna jump. Plane. When when so. Doctor Strange was like, saw an article, an article of Tony Stark, and he was like, I'll tell you what, if I had the chance, I'd off that guy in a second. <laughs> And then as soon as he got his powers, he was like... There can be only one. He was like, knock, knock, knock. And he just killed Tony Stark. That's pretty good. Oh, what was your question? How does it fit? How does it, does it, it fit like in the over, like, overall in the, in sure. the, compared to the rest of the universe? Um, uh, or with the rest of the universe? It's hard to say. I'm a little worried that they are putting a person who is sort of all-powerful into this universe. Okay. Because he is fucking all-powerful. All powerful. He... he yeah, he does some crazy shit in He's it. He's a sorcerer. Or yes. wizard. Or both. Or I'm conjurer sure. of some kind. Or contractor. Yeah. Yeah. Conjuring. He could do... He could conjure. He, he could, could contract. Lay carpet. He could contract herpes. He could. He could give it. <laughs> I mean, if he's contracted it... And he's uh, a sorcerer, and, so and he could probably he do it could, from across the room. he's friends with a nurse, so he could get an ointment to clear that right up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, so you're right, he is all-powerful. I, I am a little worried about that. Like, like where, who else are you going to put up against him? Yeah, or who... If he joins the Avengers... Uh, right. What's the point of everybody else? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's well, the real thing. I mean, me. when he's been on the Avengers before... that. They've... And that's been a problem. Oh, has it really? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's one of the reasons why he sort of leads and does other stuff. Or a lot of times they will they will sort of find things like... Well, a lot of times in the comics he has to say spells. That is not the case in this movie. So a lot of times they'll find ways to like cover Mute his mouth. Mute him or something? something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, okay. Um, or bind his hands they do sometimes in the comics. Which right. I think that would probably work on this rendition. Yeah, he can't just like... He can't just out think of it. out of yeah. his clear mind. Yeah, um, I mean he's a sorcerer. He's not a fucking <laughs> magician. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what a weird comparison is. Um, all right, I guess then let's do it this way. Rank it. Where okay? Where in the you said this is like in the top five or, or no? In the, compared to the good Marvel movies. I said it's the worst. I mean, without the CGI, I right, said it's the worst. That's what you worst. said. It's the worst of the good Marvel movies. Right. So where does it fall? All together. All together. It's really, it's really an awesome trip. Okay. Um, what's your, just for a scale, what's your top Marvel movie? Probably, uh, it might be a tie between Civil War and Guardians. Okay. Uh, what's your bottom? Ant-Man. Uh, well, you mean worst, worst? Worst, worst. Um, All of them. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Okay. Um, so where kind of between those two does it does it land? There's so many. Uh, probably slightly above center. Like, it's not better than Iron Man. It's not better than Guardians. It's not better than Civil War or Winter Soldier. But, but it's, it's better than Hulk. Mm-hmm. It's better than both Thors. Yep. It's better than... It's better than Ant-Man. It's better than... The other two it's better Iron than Ant Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see. I would put again. I would put Ant Man as the worst of the good ones. Right, and then after that, it gets into just just garbage. <laughs> I think there's just a huge jump that like just worthless like movies so that are two, actually bad. So two <laughs> Thors and the Hulk. Are you throwing I, I First actually, Avenger in there? Uh, Captain America. I mean. In the in the bad ones? Yeah. No way. All I right. love that movie. I don't know. Um, no, my mine. I actually liked the second Thor movie. But I, th- you know, that one doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. I actually really like that movie. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a while. Eccleston and I should... is really good. 
Which one? Him? Eccleston, the the villain. Yeah, 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 he's really good. Um, he's Doctor Who. Yes, he was. But uh, yeah, it's and Odin and Loki is. Re- I mean, Tom Hiddleston yeah. is fantastic. And that anyway, really um, but I would put it as like sort of the lower, maybe right above Ant Man. Okay, is where I put Thor two. Okay, but I would put Thor one in the bad ones. Iron Man two, Iron Man three. Uh, probably the Hulk. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed it, but right. it's not. It's not on the same level. You know, it doesn't right. have the same funding. The the it just doesn't feel as authentic. Okay. Um, yeah. So I would I would put it probably in just above center. Right. Because there are three tiers of Marvel movies. Right. The ones that are actually pretty bad. The ones that are like mediocre. Right. Or mediocre to good. Right. And then there are just there's this gap that leads to just like outrageously fantastic. Sure, you know? sure, sure. Okay. So there's somewhere in between like this movie is somewhere in between like mediocre and outrageously fantastic. Okay. Um. So if. It, you know, it's opening this weekend. Is it worth, like, fighting the crowds to go see? Or is it fine to kind of it's, give it... It's not worth fighting the crowds. There's nothing that can be spoiled for you in this movie. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. You know? Like, like Civil War, I would argue, was a movie worth fighting the crowds to go yep. see opening weekend. Yes. This is like, hey, give it a week and so that you can just get your tickets easy and don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. I mean, it's worth seeing in theaters. It's worth seeing in IMAX. Yeah. I would, I would but it's definitely going to be around longer than a week anyway. So right. it's not. I, so it's not. Uh, see, I was going to say maybe even wait until the DVD, but then you won't get the same experience right. with the CGI. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, any last thoughts before we just go on to reading assignments? Doctor Strange needed different facial hair. What the fuck are you talking... What? He needed different facial hair. Than what he has in the comics? Than what he has... Well, yeah, sort of. He needed something else, because... Handlebar and... And uh, button chops? Even full beard. Like, literally... Full beard? Literally anything other than the Tony Stark goatee. Yeah, but that's what he has in the... It depends on which one you watch. Sometimes he just has a mustache... That would... um, sometimes he has like a thin beard. <laughs> I just wanted I wanted I wanted to not talk and see how many different facial hair That's all I know. Variations that we could go through. There aren't any others. You wanna you would you like like lumberjack type of like but like full on brawny paper towel man esque beard? He has that for a little while. Yeah, he does when he's roaming around Asia yeah. because he can't find a hand surgeon. Yeah. So you think keep that instead? Maybe not. It's a little puby. <laughs> Wash it out a little bit. <laughs> Maybe it give looks, it. Give it. It some, looks a little bird's nesty by the time he gets to the just rub one. some Rogaine in there. Yeah, just it's give a little. It a little thin. Yeah. All right. All right. Some hair club for men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. That's it. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Reading assignments. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um. You want to start or should I start? I'll start. <laughs> I'll, I guess that's me, as you just stare awkwardly and chew. Um, so you gave me... the fuck did you give me? Oh, oh, no, no, I know what you gave me. No, it's funny. It's in my bag, and oh. I just read it yesterday. You gave me um, uh, Dark Knight mm-hmm. by Paul Dini. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an interesting thing. So th- basically the backstory for this is uh, Paul Dini, for those of you who don't know for some reason and are listening to a podcast like this, don't know Paul Dini... He um, was a big influential part of Batman the Animated Series from the 90s, the ones that that we grew up on. Um, He's most famous for creating the character of Harley Quinn, uh, which started in that series, and it's one of the few characters ever to go from a TV show or a movie to the comics and become legitimized. Yeah. Um, 
So what happened? And he and he's been known throughout animation. He works a lot with Warner Brothers, and mm-hmm. they talk about that in the book. He worked on Tiny Toons. He worked on um, a couple other things. He worked usually now anything Batman related. He works on um, the Arkham games. If you love those, mm-hmm. he developed the story for that. Yada yada yada. Um, in the uh, during his time doing Batman the Animated Series, specifically it if you want a real specific timeline, when they were writing Mask of the Phantasm, Mm. the Batman animated movie, um, Paul Dini was mugged uh, and beaten by two people uh, in Los Angeles about two blocks from his apartment um, pretty severely. And this is a book about... It's a lot about him, and it's a lot about uh, him coping with that pain and the emotions that come when you suffer uh, something traumatic like that. And also, uh, especially from a very unique point of view, as someone who deals with fictional superheroes every day, who deal with the most powerful beings imaginable, and then are and then is kind of rocked into a real-life situation. Well, I was going to say, too, on top of the mugging, he also is a yeah. guy who is already an outcast. Yeah, and that was the thing. That was what I one of the things that I found interesting about this book. Um, I know a little bit about it before you had given it to me. Uh, the mugging doesn't really happen until about halfway through. Yeah. So it deals a lot with his emotional issues beforehand. He's kind of he kind of tees himself up really well before the actual event of the story happens. I mean, it really it tells. Uh, it's a great indicator of how well the stories of the Batman animated series were told. Yes. Because there's a lot of exposition. You really get a full amount of just well-rounded It's a lot of texture and color going into this so that by the time the first punch is thrown, you know how much it hurts, and I don't mean physically. Yes. You know, and you know exactly, yeah, you know exactly um, just where the rest of the story is going to go. How hard it's going to be to come back from. How hard it's going to be to come back from it. Um, yeah, this is, is it's very interesting. I gotta say, I I will say this. I don't know if you know this about me. I was mugged once. I was actually mugged at gunpoint once. Um, so a lot of the, I was interested to read this story because I recognize a lot of yeah, the that. issues that he had. Um, I was fortunate enough and thankfully thankfully was not beaten. I was not touched during yeah. the entire thing. Um, so I didn't have any physical recovery that I had to go through. But a lot of the emotional things that he deals with. And I remember having thoughts a lot like the ones he had as far as um, as being a person who loves comics and loves heroes. Yeah. And likes to think that um, by reading these things, you are soaking in <laughs> through some sort of weird osmosis yeah. the characteristics and the attributes of these characters. Sure. And then being faced with that reality of like, no, when I get mugged, I just nearly piss my pants yeah. and just give him my wallet. Yeah. Um, and I don't fight back. And then when they leave, or in this case, when they leave you just beaten yeah. to die, there's nothing glib. There's nothing witty to yeah. say. There's no good comeback. There's no... Um, great turnabout in this event. You just kind of have to move on. Yeah. Um, and you don't get, you don't necessarily get a closure with it. Um, and it was really interesting. I, one of the things to get back to the specific story of the book, one of the things that I really found interesting about this is that 
he uses um, his Batman characters as kind of his subconscious mm-hmm. that he's telling the story, both before the mugging and after the mugging. Um, and he uses them to great effect as far as, you know, Poison Ivy seems to represent one aspect of his personality. The Penguin represents another. The um, Two-Face represents mm. something else. The Joker seems to just be kind of an overall. Mm. But what I found really interesting is that he doesn't use the animated series version of those characters correct which he could have totally done and it would probably would have worked to great effect but i found it very interesting because then you're not getting it's not his characters come to life right it is a a real um embodiment of what he feels yeah and he's in a new body in a new body um, which was really interesting to me. And it doesn't strike you at first until there's one panel where they actually show the animated Joker, and mm-hmm. then it clicks for you. Oh, I haven't actually seen that Joker, yeah. except for this one panel. Yeah. Which was really interesting. I will say, I don't know that he could have gotten the rights to that, because it was Tim Rice. Yeah, right? yeah This yeah. isn't a Warner Brothers production. I mean, right, it sort right, of is, because right. it's DC, but, but it's not But, I mean, even if he had... I, I think it was... Is it Tim Rice? Is that his name? No, that's the guy who wrote the music for The Lion King. Oh, God. Who did the art? Uh, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you're right. I don't know how much they could have gotten the rights for. I mean, they have a little bit of... They, they quote the movie a little bit. And like I mm-hmm. said, there's one panel of the actual Joker. Mm-hmm. And they do show logos and certain mm-hmm. things. So there was obviously some permission But I think that it. those are in the context of this, this show. Right. Like... I know what you're saying. There's an intellectual property to use those characters. Right. To say, yeah. we're watching the TV show now, and right, here's right, right. that character. But even so, they don't try and get close. They, I mean, they, you know what I mean? They don't try yeah. and do like a knockoff no, of I it. No, I agree. It's very, very different. It really feels like... Do, who did the art for this? You know? Oh, that's a good question. I, it's not a name I recognized. I, I remember I looked at it, but I it's not one I know. Eduardo Risso or Rizzo? Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know. It's kind of... If I had to compare it to someone, it's kind of Tim Sale esque. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Long Halloween, Long Halloween yeah. and, and uh, Man, um, Superman, Man for All Seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was going to say the reason I brought that up is because he, whoever does the art, this yes. guy, yeah. Rizzo, does a great job of making these characters look like the other, the real characters in the. They're still very clearly not, you know, all the real characters are very clearly human, and these yes. characters are clearly not human. Are very, a, a big embodiment. But of, they look yes. like, it's all the same art style. Yes. It's not like we're in a real world, and then he sees a cartoon. Yeah, it's not like an Alex Ross, and then and then a clear illustration right. or something. But I was going to say, if you would use the, uh, the Bruce Tim art, right. it would be very clearly a real life situation and then cartoons appear. Yeah. It would be more like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought, I, I really... I thought that was a detail. Like I said, yeah, it it's works not something really well. that clicked until I actually saw the animated Joker. And then I went, oh man, I don't... None of these characters look anything like... Mm-hmm. This is his own personality coming forth. This is... These are the characters that, if the reins were taken off... Yes. This is what they would be for him. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really interesting. And then, yeah, like I said, just the, the way that he incorporates... Just incorporates his work mm-hmm. and his time... At the animated series. I will say this, and they mention this in the book, um, as kind of a, a warning for anyone who's interested in the book. It's a great, great read. If you're looking for 
more of a history of the animated series and a behind the scenes thing. It's not that. No. There's it's, a little bit of it. It's barely a biography yeah. on Paul Dini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of it as it plays, as it pertains to the actual Muggy and his emotional journey. Mm-hmm. Um, because eventually work, you know, as in all things in life, work is going to come to clash with that. But if you're looking for like, Oh, this is what it was like to work at Warner Brothers at this time, and this is this guy, and this is what happened to get it's, this. And I would say it's more like a being John Malkovich style. Yeah. Where it's like, it's very real and gritty at times, but it's also incredibly surreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was really interesting. It's a great... There's a great moment as well where... Um, not to interrupt. No, 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 go There's ahead. There's a great moment where he... Talks about pitching an episode of the of that where where he mixes gr- with, Sandman. with Sandman. Oh man, that is worth the read alone. Yeah. I'm not, I I don't want to spoil it because it, it, that honestly, just to read so good. that potential. Can you Batman imagine the animated if we had series that episode? Episode was great. Can you imagine if that was part of the? It would have oh. been oh, that would have been the greatest episode ever. Yeah. It really Cherry is on good. Top. Um, yeah, just if you're intrigued by what we just said, go buy the book because that those three pages alone are worth the read. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, so I gave you mm-hmm. a one issue. This is, I, I said there's kind of a two-parter mm-hmm. idea to, to these reading assignments. So this is, this was kind of part one. So I gave you a one issue. Um, Gotham Knight. Gotham, Gotham Knight. Yeah. So this was a, a line that they started and then I think they discontinued it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was the first issue of it and it kind of reads like a one shot yeah. at least in my opinion um, Agreed. but uh what were your your go ahead with your thoughts i liked it okay <laughs> there are there are little things that i had problems with in the art you know after rereading it i also went oh shit i should i should have warned you about some of the things because it plays into the a continuity that i didn't have a okay. problem with i i picked up with that pretty pretty well like i i figured out like oh whatever how do you pronounce that word that starts with an x it's like uh, Shoto or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a gang. Like I was okay, like, okay, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. that. Like I get these people. I understand this is. They did a pretty good job of like. Right. I mean, you can't drift while you read it, but mm-hmm. if you you can't like zone out. Right. Unless you've read the previous right issues, I would imagine right, right. the previous comics. But I was able to be like, oh, okay, this guy's a commissioner. This guy's a senator. Right. Okay, this is one of. Okay, I get it. I can yeah. I can pick up on it. Um, stuff like there's a shot where, um. Oh, what's what's her name? It's not Enchantress, but it's something Huntress. like that. Huntress. Yes. Where they, they get a shot of Huntress on the camera. Um, oh, I know. When she's like, she was like a, going after uh, somebody and they're like, oh, Huntress has already got Right, her. right, right. So there's a panel where they have the picture there and it's like on the on her, on her Oracle's computer screen. Right. And she has clearly just right clicked on it. And there's a drop down menu that has things like pause, copy, enhance, and other stuff. And I was yeah. like, that's not how that works. <laughs> you can't just click enhance and yeah. it makes it better yeah. on a security camera. Listen, on Oracle's computer, <laughs> yeah, you clearly can. you can. Okay. But so suspension of disbelief right. and all that. Overall, it was, it was pretty good. It was very rushed. Yeah, okay. I'll give I, you that. I did, I, I immediately, there. so I don't want to ruin this. Right, but. well, okay, let me ask you, because one of the things I liked about it, it is, it's, it's actually one of my favorite batman stories hmm. um i like the, it is one of those whodunits so my my real burning question is did you figure out who did it yeah. kind of early on okay yeah did it did there's, that there's t- a scene where he meets with the person who did it right and he's just sort of talking with that person right that might spoil it i'll probably cut this out <laughs> because he only meets with like one person yeah that's true but um but and then yeah the way the the person responded i was like oh, okay okay, okay. Um, did that take away from it 
Or did it still kind of... It didn't. What took away from it was how short it was. I yeah. really wanted... Yeah, it is kind of an interesting... Um, uh, see, that's the thing. It's like, the who done it? Like, the thing I love about it mm-hmm. is, is who did it? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spoil it, but at the same time, I want to talk about it. All right, it I think we have to spoil it. From this point on, just shut it off. Okay, that's... Yeah, that's good. Okay. I don't think there's any way to talk about this. So, okay. So, the plot of this is two, two people are... Two parents are murdered. Um... And Batman is going around trying to figure out who did it. Um, and everybody in the Bat family keeps saying um, he needs to pull back from this. He's a little too close. He needs mm-hmm. to let somebody else do it because he's too close to it. He can't see the full picture because, this is the spoiler part, in the end it turns out the kid did it. The kid actually killed his own parents. And Batman doesn't want to believe it. Um, I What I love about this, and I'll, this, is, this is why I signed it, I actually love it just for that one panel where he says the thing about, do you have any idea what, oh, what you lost? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, I, is, the first time I ever read this story, I was like, that is ingenious. And Oof. It, yeah. yeah. Um, because you never see Batman get so emotionally evolved. I was going to say, one this. thing, this, this comic, <clears throat> I feel a lot of love and hate for it because right. I feel like it could have been really good. Yeah. Um, and some of the things they do really well is this is one of the few comics where you really see Batman's hope. Yes. And optimism. Yeah. Um, and that's what I that's what I really like about it. Yeah. It's almost as though the more he thinks about his parents, the more normal he becomes. Yes. Because clearly he's thinking about his parents a lot more on this right. case and he is becoming right. hopeful and optimistic yeah. even in a dark sort of pathetic kind of way yeah. almost. I I just find it interesting because I think that um it's the it's one of the few times you see Batman as a human and not some sort of weird entity. Right. Um, and this idea of, it, I, it just, again, just in that one quote that, that what have you done? Do you understand what you've, what you've lost? Yes. You see like, basically what he's saying is like, I don't want to be Batman. Yeah. I would give anything not to be Batman because that means my parents would be alive yeah. and I would have been a well-adjusted kid. Well, they do a great, I don't want to be this. They do a great job as well as of, uh, of setting him up in the community of New Gotham, right, as as a, a being that might not even exist. Yes, this is a demon or right. a, a mutant of some kind right, or right. some kind of beast. This, right. it might be a person, but it's unlikely. Or right, might not even exist. Maybe it's the wind. You yeah. Know? So for him to be both now, where he is not only a monster and non-existent and everything your not, worst nightmares have ever dreamt of, right, but he's also just a just a guy, just a guy. Yeah, which is nice. When he meets, he meets with the kid. The first time he meets with him, he's like, hey, you know, would you like to talk about anything? And the kid literally goes, uh, dot, 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 no, question mark. Yeah. I was like, well, he, he did it. Well, I, you know what's <laughs> funny is I, I think that's, I think that's up to, what was I saying? I think it's kind of up to an interpretation of how mm. you, how, it's how you read those words. Because I think the first time I ever read this story, in the dot, 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 I read trepidation, mm. or I read... Like, not being able to uh, express what he's feeling, so he says no. Whereas you read something slightly more... Sort of, yeah, like yeah. arrogance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, is interesting. I, see, I think that scene should have been Batman trying to have a conversation. Trying to get him to open up. Right. And him not opening right. up. Because that would have been much more believable for right. me if he's just like... Or that would have read that way to me where it could yeah. have been either or. Where he's either not trying to incriminate himself. Right. Or... He just doesn't, he doesn't, he's not ready to open up about it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I always forget how short this story is. Really short. It is really short. I always think it's a longer story. Yeah. Um, And actually, 
I actually wish it was like I wish it was a mini series. I was like, going to say it would this be really been... interesting to go all throughout. Yes. Kind of the way I mean, Long Halloween is a maxi series. Right. Like, it doesn't need it that but long. I, I was going to say, but like I would love to do like a if it was a six issue. Sure, I I could even see longer than that. I was yeah. going to say a trade paperback of some yeah. kind. Just but that's what I mean. Just yeah. like take you in and out, and you think it's this, and it's red herring after red herring after. Red even herring. like the Long Halloween because we didn't. That was the other thing. If it's a who done it. You only meet one of the people, you know? Yeah. It's not a very good whodunit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, like I said, in my mind when I assign yeah, this, yeah. every time I think about it, I'm like, I love this story so much mm. for that for that kind of twist. Yeah. But then I always forget, like, oh, it's actually not as long as I think it is. <laughs> I forget yeah. that the kid is really the only yeah. person. You know. I was like, it's either the kid or Batman, which I actually <laughs> thought it might have been. It could have been Batman? Because he that would have been good. He said at one point there's only one witness, and he used a description that was like, and he lost his parents or something. And I was right. like, is it Bruce Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> For a Bruce minute, Wayne. I was like, is Bruce Wayne the only witness? Um, nice. All right. Yeah, I'll accept that. Let's see. You want to go on? Let's go on to, to what we're doing next week. You mean assignments? Yeah. That's yes. I mean. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's usually what we yeah. do um, next. So since we're talking talking about you, and like I said, this is kind of, I, I kind of teed it up for another kind mm-hmm. of whodunit. Um, I forgot to bring it with me, but I will get it to you. Uh, I... I'm giving you Batman Hush. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Um, this is uh, Jim Lee's famous, mm-hmm. I think it's 12 parts, if I remember correctly, oh, wow. 12-part maxi series. Uh, Jim Lee's art in this is beautiful. Sure. It is amazing. I think if, I rem- if I'm remembering this correctly, this is Harley Quinn's actual debut. Oh, in the comics? In the comics, in the continuity. They don't give her an actual, like origin they're mm-hmm. just like not nah, harley quinn's like, been here the you know whole her. time yeah yeah never it's pretty much it. um i could totally be wrong someone's gonna t- tweet and be that's like that's not as whatever but you, I, you you would be educating us yeah. so um but it's really interesting i have a feel i will say i have a feeling you're gonna go oh i know who the end of this is <laughs> but that being said mm-hmm. the ride itself because it takes Batman through such an emotional roller coaster, which is why I think it relates to Gotham Knights so well. What's well. the thing we always say? If your thing is good because of a twist, then it's not good. Then it's not going to be good. Great. This is good. I mean, every series, or every um, issue, I mean, mm-hmm. there's an emotional twist to it that leads you into the next Great. issue that works really... And yeah. it just kind of hits on every aspect of batman that's awesome um which is really good i think it's really interesting so i'm gonna uh like i said that's it's a it's a longer one mm-hmm. uh but it, it's we'll see if i can power through one. it yeah i think best. you will we'll see it depends on when you get it to it me. really drives itself <laughs> like it really once yeah. you get one you'll want to go through the rest of it yeah um i'm gonna give you a youtube video <laughs> oh all right <laughs> it's a longer one but uh, do you know who richard Feynman is this name sounds familiar. So why do I know this name? This this is a guy who um he was the guy who during the Challenger explosion yes before the explosion yeah. was you know that guy in the sci-fi movies who's got like papers falling out of his right, briefcase right, right. and his hair's all crazy right. and he was running around going like you can't do it it's gonna blow and everyone this was like you're Richard crazy Feynman? yeah yeah so afterwards they were like look how did you know this and he held a press conference 
and he asked for a glass of ice water and they were like you haven't even spoken yet and he was like just give me give me the thing and right. they like pour it he sits it down he drops a thing into it and then talks for like five minutes and he's right. like i'm glad you all could be here f- with me today i'd like to talk to you a little bit about what went wrong with the challenger explosion blah 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 and after about five minutes he pulls out a th- the thing he put in the water and he says so you know those joints that you use on the ends of the spacecraft that are supposed to keep the oil container from leaking right well that's this <laughs> And you made it heat resistant. You yeah. made it heat resistant, but you didn't make it cold resistant. And they launched in January. <laughs> so he's like, so this is it now and it's coming apart. Wow. He's crazy. So okay. this is what I think is the last footage of him teaching. Okay. And it's it's a documentary group that went to his house when he was, I think, pretty close to death yeah and just asking him questions how do magnets work what oh is, what just is so fire? we get it down on tape type of thing? yeah okay and he just goes through like oh it's like this when it does this other thing and it's it's something you don't really have to pay too much attention to right but he teaches you quantitative physics basically Brilliant. in a short amount of time um am i going to be able to join mensa after watching this video you will be able to. They will not let you in. Excellent. Yeah. That's the ways I like it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. Should be Plus, a good time. no words. I know. Well, I was going to say, I've been giving you a lot. <laughs> I gave you <laughs> yeah. six books. Of I'm Scott like, Pilgrim. here's a DVD. And you're like, here's a fucking anthology. <laughs> Basically. And yeah, like Mouse took you like yeah. three weeks. <laughs> oh, that's true. All right. I, that's good. Because I needed a break. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so I'll send it to you at some point. All right. I think that's going to that's gonna do it. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, All right, see let's you. do this. <laughs> so it's, uh, we got, we're on Twitter. We're uh-huh. on the Twitter. And that is, our handle on that is Media Lunch Break. Um, we're, uh, email? Our email is themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. The website? Is themedialunchbreak.com. Uh, YouTube? You can search for us on there. there. It's the Media Lunch Break. Uh, iTunes. Yep, you can search for us on there. SoundCloud. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's SoundCloud slash the Media Lunch Break. By the way, uh, iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe if you find sure. us. Sure. Also, Google Play Music. Yep. Subscribe to us there too. Is that eight? Because uh, we've got nine now. Oh, we do. Uh, so let me, uh, Patreon. Oh, Patreon.com slash the Media Lunch Break. We got our first patron. We did. Yeah. Who is it? My girlfriend. Yay! <laughs> so that's great. All right. I, I need to relook at that because I don't remember what the what the what do they call those perks? What the perks are? All right, cool. So I got to figure out. Nice. There's some stuff we probably nice. can't. I just put a bunch of stuff yeah. on there and was like, ah, it'll be fine. And uh, premiering this week, you know what else is there? What else? We're on the Facebook. That's we're, right. With a book of faces. Chris finally did something. I did something. <laughs> I did a thing, and I'm never gonna do another thing probably again. Not. Hey, I'm gonna ask you right now. Do you think you can edit the name? Did I spell it wrong? <laughs> I did it! Ah, did I spell it with one word? Yeah. I always do this! Yeah. I always forget I, I tried. lunch break it's fine. is two, <laughs> two words. words. I, I, you know, it's funny. The only reason I know that is because I googled lunch break and nothing came up for one word. So I was like, oh, it must be two words. Damn it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I but if, if you can, do it. If you can't. It's fine. Don't I might. About it. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I'll Maybe write it. a letter to, you, to Facebook and see. <laughs> hey, dear Facebook, I'm an idiot. Can I change this? <laughs> um, I feel like there's got to be a way. Because people change their name on, on, Facebook. on Facebook all the time. Because they get, I don't know, married or divorced or kill someone. I don't know. Whatever. Why witness, you, oh, I see. witness protection program. Sure. Or yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yada. wow. You know a lot about this. <laughs> I can't say how. I got to go now. Marvel will kill me. Marvel's going to kill me. Because <laughs> we just, yeah. Um, 
Alright, yeah, that's gonna do it uh, for us. We're gonna be back pretty soon with a news episode. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, until then, Cubs win. Cubs win. Sorry if you live in Cleveland. Uh, just give it another 48 years. Alright, bye. Bye, bye, bye.